occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 49. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses in November. In November. Here we are. Halloween is gone. R.I.P. It's a sad time. We'll continue to be spooky, though. Have no fear. Oh, yeah. Spooky 24-7, even in the Christmas seasons, which I'm also excited for. Spooky Christmas. Or spooky holidays. Yes. We're inclusive. We are. Of you. And what are you covering today? I am going to be telling you about the spookiest forest I've ever heard of. Sounds good. What's it called? We'll get there. Okay. I'm talking about the Fairmont Banff Hotel, which is a allegedly haunted hotel. Ooh. We do love those here. Spooky. Now we know hotel numbers and how to read them. Oh, God. After last time. <laughs> the amount of times. Okay. I get it, guys. It's Toucan. I messed up that one. Abby messed up on on how to tell how to read hotel numbers. Look, I've never been in a hotel that big. When they're like room eight hundred and fifty, I'm like, oh my god, that's a lot of rooms. It's a big mistake, and we have learned. We're sorry. You got news this week, Kate? Well, see, I would love to tell you yes, but the only thing I could find was that they are renaming fire ants to. Spicy boys. I mean, that's pretty important. Not really on the brand, but you know, I still like it. It's interesting. There was a thing about, it was a old house in the UK and they basically just found like a witch's symbol for like protection and like to ward off bad things. But they were like, but it could also be a sundial. And I was like, oh. All right. <laughs> I was like, that's exact. Never mind. You're going first. Oh, right. I am. Sorry about that. I was just blank. I was like, tell me a story then. Yeah, Go you on. were just looking at Go me and it. I was like, mm-mm, no, hon. So today I'm talking about a haunted hotel, allegedly. I get it. It's alleged. We cannot confirm nor deny. The hotel doesn't want to say uh, too much about it. The hotel refused an interview. It's the Banff Springs Hotel, and it's in the picturesque alpine town of Banff, Alberta, which is in Canada. My sources are curiosity.com, but it's like curiosity.com clever hauntedrooms.com fairmont.com forward slash bamps hyphen springs avenuecalgary.com thelineup.com and projectengineer.net so first of all the hotel is absolutely beautiful it's sort of like up in the rocky mountains and it's frequently called the castle of the rockies it's surrounded by tall snowy trees and hot springs and it's basically just a huge old castle looking building cool it's super pretty. Apparently from TripAdvisor, it's very nice, very fancy, luxurious, I presume. I like that at the beginning, you're like, yeah, it's fabulous, hot springs, what a nice way to relax. Also, it's haunted. But it might also be spooky. <laughs> so the building itself was built in 1888 by the Canadian Pacific Railway to be like a railway hotel for traveling businessmen. Mm -hmm. But they quickly realized that it was a really beautiful hotel, like the location was just gorgeous. So they were like, we could make this a luxury getaway instead. We could, we could make, make even more profit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's really nice. I was looking at it and I was like, oh my god, do I want to stay there? <laughs> it's so pretty. But since then, it's hosted guests such as Helen Keller, Queen Elizabeth and Marilyn Monroe. It's of course changed quite a lot over time. They've built a lot more onto it as time went on. Mm -hmm. And it was declared a heritage site in 1988. And now it has 786 guest rooms access to hot springs, skiing, and golf, amongst other things. Oh, lovely. 
Obviously, with any old building, there's going to be quite a few deaths that happened in or near the hotel. I didn't realise that you meant any old building. I thought you meant, as with any old building. Oh, this this junk. <laughs> this pile of steam and trash that people come to to relax. It sucks. I take it back. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Many claim that the hotel has been the scene for murders, suicides and terrible accidents. Joy. Rooms have apparently been boarded up. And many people claim to have seen ghosts. Oh, no. So let's talk about the ghostly activity. Let's not. And that's the end of Myths. <laughs> there are only like three. So the first ghost is the bride. And back in 1920, a young woman was set to marry her fiancé. So the bride put on her beautiful gown and began to descend one of the hotel's largest marble staircases. Be careful. However, no. as she was walking down the stairs, no. something terrible happened to her. No! So there were candles on the staircase. Whose idea was that, truly? And I guess it was pretty. And suddenly her dress caught fire. So in a panic, her heel got stuck in the hem of her dress. No. And as she tried to help herself, she fell down the staircase and broke her neck before she could get married. That's such a sad story. So this isn't like confirmed. There isn't any names for it. But people say that they do see her, and the hotel does push this. They are like, yeah, we see her all the time. I hope she's okay, like, as a ghost. Well, staff said that they can hear noises coming from the bridal suite when no one's in there. Some say that they've seen her on the staircase where she lost her life, and others say that they see her dancing alone in the ballroom because she never got to have her first dance. (gasps) Oh, I knew that would make you really sad. It made me sad, too. I want to go there and have a dance with her. Some people say as well that they can see her dancing in the ballroom and they can see the flames on her dress. That's pretty rad. I mean, if you've got to go out, if you've got to be a ghost, you might as well be a ghost on fire. Right? Just saying. Isn't that uh, the Hunger Games? Shut up. (laughs) But her story is so popular that she has her own Canadian postage stamp and collector coin. Wow. They really like her. Oh my god. Like you said, if you're going to go out, go out in style. Like, that's rad. Yeah, our next ghost is named Sam McCauley. (laughs) And our next ghost... Behind door number two is our next ghost, (laughs) Sam McCauley. And he was the head bellman of the hotel between the 1960s and 70s. Sam was an old Scottish man who really enjoyed his time at the hotel, and he wants to help those in need, basically. He's a helpful spirit. So many stories of him mentioned in providing some sort of helpful service to the staff or the guests. So one incident involved two elderly women trying to get assistance at the front desk because the key for their door wouldn't work. And like 15 minutes went by before the regular bellmen could help because Mm -hmm. they were busy. Mm -hmm. So they were let into their room by an odd-looking man in an old-looking uniform. Other people report seeing Sam in their room, which was his old office, or seeing him wandering around the hotel and feeling cold spots on the 6th or ninth floor. But Sam's also been very helpful because he'll turn on your lights when you go in the room or he'll carry your bags because they think that he's a living person. He looks very life, lively, I guess. He doesn't look like a ghost. He just looks like he's wearing an old uniform. Oh. And he has red hair and he's Scottish, which, you know, makes him kind of distinct. Yeah. So people will mention the helpfulness of the Scottish bellman to st- bellman to staff only for them to tell the guests that they don't they don't have a Scottish bellman. I wish that they wouldn't tell them. You know, I wish the hotel wouldn't be like, oh, we don't have one of those. You know, just just let people think that they've just had a really nice stay. 
Yeah. Don't go telling people that they've actually been haunted. Well, maybe they don't, but the staff definitely know that the bellman is there. So whether they're like, oh, that's just our ghost bellman you had today. <laughs> oh, goodness. Could or whether they just think it and they're like, ah, <laughs> you poor fuck. That was a ghost. Right at the end, you're writing your TripAdvisor review and you're like, ah, oh, what a lovely bellman. Like, he was so nice. Like, I definitely recommend going and, you know, requesting him. And then they respond because, you know, like the hotel can just be like, hi, Kate, thanks for your comment. You know, yeah. <laughs> just like, hi, Kate, thanks for your comment. There's actually no one there. He's really dead. <laughs> just He's, like, he died so long ago. I'm just going to I'm going to take back the really high review because now I don't want to go back. If you try and talk to Sam or give him a tip, he'll just disappear. That's me. When people are nice to me. No tips. I'm doing it because I love it. <laughs> well, I'm so embarrassed. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I'm me? doing a good job. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so while the story of Sam is cheery and sweet, the hotel does have some darker spirits. No, I don't want to hear about them. Nope. Just the bride and Sam for me. So some guests have claimed that their pillow has been yanked out from under them pushed off the bed and heard footsteps in the room while they tried to go to sleep. And in 1926, a large fire broke out in the hotel, which was predominantly wood at the time, and the owner and staff discovered that the contractor had built a secret door with no doors or windows, and it had just been sealed shut and kept a secret from the owner and the guests staying. And since this, people have claimed to have seen spirits roaming around outside the room. Did you mean a secret room? With no doors or windows. What did I say? A secret door with no doors or windows. What a dumbass. Yeah, I meant room. <laughs> okay, I was confused at first. I was like, how is there a door with no doors? Is this a riddle? Well, have you tested it? <laughs> you must end? answer it. Yeah. It's a secret room. Oh, okay, so murder room. Many people just think that the contractor did it by accident and just didn't want to be like, oh no, I've accidentally put in this room. So he just pretended that he didn't do it. Which also makes sense. Or, or something mysterious. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Myth Magic Murder. This is about contractors making mistakes and not fessing up. Most frightful of all, though, is room 873. There's 873 rooms. Shush. <laughs> Apparently, many years ago, a family stayed in this hotel overnight. A husband, his wife, and their young daughter. When the family were settled in the room, the man horrifically murdered his wife and their daughter before killing himself. Anyone who stayed in this room after this reported hearing just being absolutely terrorised by the spirit in the room. So they would hear horrible shrieks and screams in the middle of the night, which would obviously terrify them. And then they would turn on the lights and bloody handprints would appear on the bathroom mirror. No, I'm out of that. I am changing rooms. Oh, just just wait. It's okay. You don't have to be in there. Okay, thank God. So once they turned on the lights, the, the handprints would be there, and the staff couldn't get the handprints out, like the cleaning staff. Oh my God. And then they just go away on their own. And apparently this got so bad that they sealed the room shut. Oh, okay, And just good. left it at that. That's fine. Of course, though, the hotel and those who represent it claim this is a silly ghost story and nothing more. They deny it ever happened, and there's no blood-stained room behind a boarded-up door. As you would if you're in charge of a hotel. Well, yeah, you know, those ghosts are different from, like, They ain't cheery ghosts. They're not going to bring people in for, like, oh, maybe I'll see a ghost. You know, that's like, we're not staying in this room. Oh, gosh, yeah. However, those who specifically wanted to stay in a haunted room have obviously been pretty disappointed 
because the whole yeah. staff saying it wasn't real. Yeah. Um, you know, and they said they didn't border up a room because of a double murder suicide. So people have done some research, and there is no room eight seven three, but every other floor has a room seventy three, just not the eighth floor. Ah, uh, and so obviously it's totally legit then. Well, we'll get we'll talk more about it. <laughs> also, where room eight seven three would be, there's a light above the wall where each door would be, like with the other doors. Mm-hmm. And if you knock along the walls between each room, there'll be like a lighter, hollow seeming sound when you get between the other two rooms so you know also the gap between 871 and 875 is abnormally large in comparison to the rooms along the hallway so that room is there well the floor plan of the hotel for the fire safety procedure shows that apparently room 875 encompasses where 873 would be so on the map it looks like 875 is just like a really large oddly shaped room Okay. So they've just made the two rooms into one room. In addition to this, many guests have also claimed to see the spirit of a young girl standing where the door would be, looking lost. So why why would... If there was never that room there in between the others, why does it go from 871 to 875? Wait. So, <laughs> Wait. They, they accept the other ghost welcomingly. They just deny this story. But I can see why they would, whether it's true or not. Yeah. So a blogger I visited at projectengineer.net went to check out the hotel last year and he asked the staff about room 873. So the concierge immediately told him that the story was a hoax and room 875 is just twice as big because of renovation. Mm-hmm. So they took that room away to make it, to just make that room bigger. Okay. And apparently the response was really well trained and the staff said that the they told them the story of the other ghosts that I mentioned. Yeah. But they just said, like, that one isn't real, you know. But as I said, even if it is real, no one wants to stay in a room that people were murdered in, so. But didn't you say that on the original floor plan, the room was just bigger? What do you mean? Also, there wouldn't have been a room to renovate. No, not the original floor plan, the fire safety procedure floor plan. Oh, okay. So, do you think... Seems a bit sus. Do you think it was built over, or do you think it's just that room was just going bigger? Well, why would you renovate one room? That's what I was thinking, right? It's definitely odd. I would understand if No Floors had a 73 because they had decided to make sort of the 75, like the suite on that floor and have a suite on every floor. Yeah. But to just have one room on the eighth floor bigger than the rest of them for no reason seems a bit sus. Fair enough. You want to do the scare scale? Yeah. How scary do you think this hotel is? I'm going to say a two. I don't think it's very scary. Fair enough. Why? Because everyone here seems kind of nice, apart from that room, which doesn't even exist anymore. Fair. How dangerous. Again, like a two. I think maybe there could be some danger if you stayed in 875 and it like it had encompassed 73 and it was real, you know? Fair enough. That seems pretty... Pretty dangerous. <laughs> What's the likelihood that this place is haunted? For like a five? Why not? Sure. I feel like hotels are somewhere that can totally be haunted because so many people stay in hotels, people die in hotels, um, or like people have great memories or like awful memories there. So I feel like maybe their spirit might stick around. Yeah, fair. You got any other ideas? Honestly, no. I either there's a ghost or there's not a ghost, you know? 
Like, you can't really explain away, like, seeing a person. I guess. They could just be stories, though. Oh, yeah. You know, it, there's no <laughs> proof because we don't have the name of the woman who fell down the stairs. We don't have the name of the people who were in the hotel room. If they were murdered, there's no news articles. It's not like that definitely happened and they built over it. I suppose, yeah, it could be like a publicity stunt. Well, it could also just be the hotel's really, really old. So it could just be that, you know, people noticed that there was no 873 room and was like, oh, I wonder why that is and just kind of made up a story about it because yeah, that's what people do. Oh, it's definitely. fun, yeah. you know, so it could easily just be a story because there's no, there's no real proof. I'm sure the bride is real. I kind of believe that because so many people have claimed to see her to the point where she's a stamp. Yeah. And the bellman because he has a name. Exactly. And like... I don't know, I feel like if you dedicate your life working somewhere and you enjoy working somewhere, why wouldn't you stick around, you know? Yeah, fair enough. But, yeah, I'm not entirely sure about the um, 873 one. Yeah, I feel like that one could just be a hoax, but I don't know. Let us know what you think. Yeah, you should, definitely. We will post about these things on social media you can follow us on social media at myths magic pod on facebook twitter and instagram and if you want to support us financially you can do that at patreon.com forward slash myths magic murder over on patreon.com we don't have any tears Woo! <laughs> which means that if you are subscribed to us at all you can pay as much or as little as you want and you'll have access to all of the stuff that's on there so like photos extra episodes little behind the scenes stuff etc so you should head on over there also if you want to support us in different ways we've got a link tree over on midsmagicandmurder.com because we have a .com now we Um, do and we've got merch out so the Patreon supporters get 10% off of the merch everyone else it's not too expensive you can enjoy it you can love it you can support us and have a nice time doing it and if you have any Haunted happenings, terrifying tales, or spooky stories, you should email those over to us on mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Nice one. You want to tell me about your spooky, spooky forest? That I do. My soy sauce. My soy sauce. My sauces are hoyabachuforest.com, mysteriousTrip.com, horrorbound.net, independent.co.uk, hoyabachunight.run wikipedia guardian.com so i'm gonna straight up presume that none of you know what the heck this forest is the hoyabachu forest or as it's spelt h-o-i-a-b-a-c-i-u so i'm hoping that i'm not completely butchering how to pronounce that is situated in romania's transylvania near Cluj-Napoca, in the northwest of romania the Hoya Forest has been called Romania's Bermuda Triangle for its creepy events that have been recorded. Oh, interesting. It also prides itself with the title World's Most Haunted Forest. Lovely. Yeah. Love that. Though I'm not sure if it's like Guinness World Record legit or whether it's like, oh, no one's more haunted than we are. Yeah, fair. I mean, I like it either way. Yeah. I think it was the BBC giving it the title. I like the confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like super spooky. It's like World's Most Haunted top that so it's called the hoya forest as legend says it's named after a shepherd who tried to cut through the forest with his almost 200 sheep he was never seen again and the sheep never seen again that's a lot of sheep 
that is. It's a lot of lot of living beings. To I go need missing. to know if they're okay. Well, no one knows. Oh my god. Apparently, he wasn't alone though, as over the years, over one thousand people have vanished within this forest. One example of this was of a five-year-old girl. Although the locals sent in rescue attempts, no one could find any trace of her. But then five years later, the girl emerged from the forest, and she looked exactly the same, and was wearing the same clothes. No way. Yeah. For real? Is yeah. that like, for real? Well, I couldn't find her name, but on every single source that I went on, it mentioned this story. Why is this not big news? I do not know. I mean... I guess because no one knows, like, the girl's name, the exact year, you know what I mean? Also, if that was real, people would not want us to know that kind of things without the... Oh, God, yeah. She had no memories of what happened in the past five years. That's crazy. I guess good for, like, her parents, though, because you you don't miss anything. Well, yeah, I suppose, but then you've got to look at your daughter every day and be like, you should be double that age. Yeah, you should be ten by now. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? Would it not totally be spooky? Oh, Yeah. The day that you get back, like, the next day, it's just, like, nothing happened except you've been, like, searching, maybe mourning for five years. I hate this. This is already too spooky for me. (laughs) So, cut to 1953. A biologist called Alexandru Sift was super into the rumours surrounding the Hoya Forest, so he kept making trips there to go see what was going on. However, the more trips he made, the more frightened he became, and eventually he was certain that there were dark shadows following him around the forest. He tried to capture evidence of this and got more than he bargained for. Basically, when the photographs were developed, he claimed you could see silhouettes and faces in between the trees that were impossible for him to see while he was there. That's terrifying. This is, I hate that we record this at night. Yeah. Alexandru's originals were mysteriously stolen just after he died in 1993. No. As someone broke into his house and took them. Did they take anything else? Nope. Oh, Just the originals. Sometimes I like making this podcast and sometimes I think someone's going to come after me. Uh Uh-huh. Anyone who might want to come after me, we're just telling stories. It's just fun. Oh, we definitely don't believe in any of this. No. (laughs) Things were only just getting started. Oh, no. On August 19th, 1968, Emil Barnier a 45-year-old military technician was wandering through the forest, having a good time with his girlfriend and some pals, taking some photos, hanging out. He went off to get some wood for a fire, and his mates were like, get back here right now. Get your camera. He was like, sure. And then he looked up to where they were looking, and it was a large, round, silver UFO. And he took a photo of it. It'll be on our social medias, but I'm going to show Abby right now. Ooh. Yeah. Tell me that is not an alien spaceship. I honestly, I like learning about aliens uh, in theory, but then I see things like this and it really freaks me out, especially because I could not tell you what else that would be. Right. There's absolutely nothing. It's not like that could be a lantern or a light. That's a full on. Mm-hmm. It looks like a little donut. Apparently it made not a sound just floated for a bit and then it lit up and headed off vanishing into the distance fuck that i think Mm -hmm. so then we get to january 1975 professor petrutz went with a large group of friends to the forest and he'd frequented here many times before with alexandru sift 
because they were basically like pals. They were just hanging out. He was helping Alexandria with all of his stuff, that kind of thing. While Petrutz was here, he discovered a large site of ruins. So he and his pals took hundreds of photos because they'd never seen it here before. And obviously he'd been to the forest a few times. He apparently felt a little uneasy while they were there, but that wasn't uncommon in the forest, so he thought nothing of it. Two weeks later, he still felt off about the whole thing, so he decided to go back to the ruins to see if he could discover anything about its history. When he went back to the exact site, there was nothing there but trees. I feel sick. Is it possible he got lost? I mean, I guess it's a giant wood. But if you've been studying somewhere for years, I imagine you'd have a good way of navigating back to points of interest. Probably, right? Also, he never found it again, and he visited the forest a bunch more afterwards. And I'm then, not able to sleep, Kate. Why? After a few years, Petrutz looked back at the photographs, and the outlines of the ruins had vanished entirely. No. Yep. He's just having a crisis. Oh, everything I know is a lie. Speaking of vanishing entirely, it's not uncommon to go to the forest and see other footprints. Nothing out of the ordinary there. But sometimes if you follow the footprints, they just stop. As if the person making the prints has just vanished. You don't look impressed. No, I, f it's, I don't like it. <laughs> I won't lie. I won't lie. I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> it's true. You wouldn't. <laughs> right. This. And I, I. Oh. Sometimes I think I like learning about this stuff, and then it just gets too much for me. I'm sorry. As well as this, there are loads of weird-looking trees. So, like, sometimes they'll grow sideways, or like eight trunks will be coming out of the same spot. It's weird. By the way, if you do look up this forest, the photos on there will be of the crooked forest rather than this forest. That has also got some weird trees, but it's not the same one. Don't be fooled. People think that the tree disfigurements here could be due to an increase in radiation. Nobody could really explain why else they look like that. And then obviously people went on to link that to the UFO sightings and said that perhaps when the UFOs land or they hover, they cause a spike in radiation which affects the environment. Probably, that sounds legit. This could also be linked to the round meadow found within the forest. This is an almost perfect circle within the heart of the forest that has barely any vegetation growing there. It's literally just grass. All of the trees stop at the sides of the circle. That's freaky. The soil was analysed, obviously, because it's a random circle where no trees are to see if it was like unsustainable for tree growth. The samples came out as positive, basically meaning there was no reason nothing was growing here. You look like you're having an absolute crisis. <laughs> Please continue. If you didn't think it could get any worse, then buckle up, because here come the reports of the unexplainable noises. Some people have reported hearing manic laughter coming from the trees when there's no one nearby. No. Others have heard ambulance sirens wailing. Clocks ticking, screams, and talking. Most of the time, though, when people try to record these phenomena, their technical equipment fails them, 
and starts starts glitching out or shutting down entirely as the battery is drained from full to empty. So this is all sounding a bit ghostly now rather than alien-y, right? Yeah. Well, ghosts could explain why some people have rocks thrown at them from unseen forces, or why people leave the forest with rashes, scratches, burns, nausea, or just the general feeling of illness or impending doom. For those that do believe there are many ghosts here, the ghosts are thought to be Romanian peasants who were murdered in the forest and have stuck around, either because they're forced to by, like, the... It's explained by the kind of uh, tree disfigurements in that the wood is, like, keeping them in the centre. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or because they can't find their way out. And I know it sounds super creepypastery, but there was also a story from a TV crew who were using a dirt track in their car to get through the forest from one side to the other for the filming location. Uh, The driver suddenly slammed on the brakes at one point because he was convinced he just hit and killed an old lady. Although none of the crew in the car had seen or heard anything to suggest that he'd hit anything, they agreed to help him look to calm his anxiety, and they found nothing nearby. That's very spooky. Some people come to the forest to use it for ritualistic purposes, as apparently it has some energy hotspots that you can use to your own sort of magical advantages. Other people think that there's a portal to either a different time period or to a different dimension in the forest, and that might explain why people went missing and came back exactly the same, or why aliens have been spotted so frequently, because I guess they could be using the portal for, like, travel. Yeah, like a shortcut. Yeah. If none of this scared you off from going into the forest, then there's also loads of bear, wolf, and snake activity. I would much rather see a bear. (laughs) Also, the forest is so dense and thick and vast, you could totally get lost. And it's not near an awful lot. It's pretty much on top of a mountain a few miles out of Cluj-Napoca. So if you did get lost, it wouldn't be easy to gather your bearings again. This being said, should you for whatever reason to decide d- decide to go into the forest, then they just added a bike park, a paintball arena, an archery section in the last couple of years. Fun time for all the family. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> Why would they do that? They're like, oh, people keep going in here and they're never coming out and they can hear laughing at night. Oh, let's just put in a paintball park. Also, although it sounds like literally the worst place on earth, some people believe that the forest is giving off and using so much energy, which is what causes these sightings or noises or whatever. So they believe that if you go and you manifest what you want or you know, what you want to see or have. I was thinking that that might be what it is. Yeah, you can use the energy for your own good. Um, If you do it in a good way, obviously, if you're going there, like, I'm going to hear some creepy shit and I'm going to see a dead body, then, like, you probably will. Yeah. So, that was that. Pretty short, pretty horrific. Thanks, I think. (laughs) How dangerous do you think that is? For... Four. How scary. Five. <laughs> How likely? Likely for what? That That's something weird's going on? All of these things are happening. Four. <laughs> Eight at zero out of ten. Let's end the podcast. Any alternatives? <laughs> well, a aliens. Yeah. Alternate dimension. Mm-hmm. Because that could be entirely true. Um, And I do... 
See, the thing is, is that when you talked about the manifestation thing, that really spoke to me because it reminds me of randonauting. Yeah. Um, Do you want to explain what that is? Yeah, if you don't know what that is, it's basically, whether you choose to believe in it or not, I guess like everything else on this podcast, there's an app that will give you like a random hotspot, like a random energy point when you generate it. So you can, I'm so bad at explaining things. You go in the app, it generates you a point to go to nearby. And the point is... As in like a geographical place. Yeah, like a place for you to travel to. And the place has a lot of energy, basically. Um, So you can go there and you can manifest some things. So you take a minute and think about what you want to see or like a word that you, you want, you know, like something that you want to experience there. Yeah, so it could be like money or love or, you know, life. Yeah, and then you might go and see like people see like a beautiful waterfall or they'll see something that reminds them of like someone who's passed. And or like a stray be- cat or like a, you know. Or like a, a pound or, you know, something yeah. like that. But if you think about negative things, you can have a really, really scary experience because you're basically just telling the universe that you want to see something scary in a really in a point with lots of energy. Well, it was like that one story. Um, I can't remember what their word was, what they picked that they wanted to see, but it was with the suitcase. Oh, yeah. You might have seen that, that big TikTok. Uh, where people, there's a group of teenagers that found some some dead bodies in suitcases because they were looking for travel, was the word. Yeah. And then they found the suitcase. And then there was a bunch of, of drama over it where people were like using the app for danger, but then it went under maintenance and they were like, no, but please don't use it for bad things. Yeah. And don't use it at night and don't use it if you have anxiety, which and is the reason alone. I have not used it. Yeah, you know, just don't be silly with it because even if you don't believe it, why risk it, you know? So it could just be like that, where there's so much energy in the place that if you're going and you're like, oh, I'm going to see something really spooky, Mm -hmm. your brain could just trick you into being like, here's some spooky things, or you could be manifesting spooky things. Well, I feel like it's hard as well if you go into a forest. So I watched a couple YouTube videos of, of people walking around the forest and kind of exploring it. It is a very thick forest. So there is not, um, I think there are trails, but it's not pathways, that kind of thing. You're you're in a forest. So I don't know about you, but I would very easily get freaked out there because there's a lot of trees. There's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of bugs. So noises and, you know, obviously you've got like birds and like obviously bears, wolves, snakes. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to freak out and... Although I do believe there is something more going on, you know, I probably do believe there are ghosts or, like, energy hotspots or whatever. It's hard if if you're going to a freaky place that's literally got the name of the world's most haunted forest. You're going to shit your pants. Yeah, fair enough. I think that people could just be making it up. And I think energy hotspots is probably my, my biggest one. However, I don't know how to explain that photo. Right. And the circle that you talked about Mm -hmm. without there being aliens, because you can't, if you're manifesting something, like, I guess you could manifest aliens. I don't know, man. I don't know what everything's capable of, but it just feels like if you're going to trick yourself or like convince yourself you're going to see something and then you see it, how powerful do you have to be to manifest a whole ass alien spaceship? I mean, to be fair as well, people that haven't been inside the forest have seen like orbs yeah i think there's probably some other spooky shit going on right. as well i think maybe it's a combination i think 
or it's a combination of uh, one person has seen a UFO or something spooky. Other people have went in expecting to see something spooky and tricked themselves into seeing something spooky. Yeah, exactly. So I've got aliens, alternative dimension, random annoying and making it up. Anything else? You think there are ghosts or no? Sure. (laughs) Sure, why not? Sure. Why totally not? Could be. Everything, Everything else, else is here. crazy. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, ghosts was was not my first one, really, mm-hmm. because I just it doesn't explain the other things. And the five year old girl, I think, is terrifying. Mm-hmm. But we don't have any proof of that, like any solid yeah. evidence. So it could just be a story to make the forest seem scarier. If there was proof that this girl went into the forest, came back out five years later, not aged, I'd be like holy shit, there's something yeah, crazy, but definitely. there isn't. So I think maybe, yeah, just aliens and then people sort of playing on it a bit. And maybe some ghosts, who knows? Fair enough. Forests are creepy places. Forests are creepy places. And that is the word of wisdom we will leave you with today. Wait, before we wrap up so that I don't have spooky dreams, I was thinking about bears uh-huh. because you were talking about bears. Mm-hmm. I really want to pet a bear because they're really soft. Sorry, you can just stop listening now. You can just skip 15 seconds. But if there's an animal that you want to pet so bad, but it would not like it and it would probably kill you, what would it be? Wolf. Yeah? For sure. They are soft. They do look soft. Right? And they are big. They are just big dogs that want to be touched. Why do bears not want to be petted? It makes me so upset. Maybe they do. Oh, I'll just touch him. We'll just see what happens. Let's not do that. Okay. Okay. And on that note, don't listen before bed because this has been pretty scary for us. Listen before bed. I say hesitantly. (laughs) Before we actually for real go, I do want to insert a little clip from our friends over at Morning Mugshot Podcast. Go check them out if you're interested in other true crime podcasts and we'll see you next week. Hey guys, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Taylor. And we are convinced that if you guys are listening and loving this podcast, that you will love our podcast, Morning Mugshot. It's a true crime podcast where we cover a new case every Friday. And at the end of our episode, we talk about our thoughts, feelings, and opinions on this week's case. If you guys want to come and be our new besties, We can't wait to hear your thoughts, feelings, and opinions on our cases. So feel free to check us out, Morning Mugshot, on Instagram and anywhere you get your true crime podcast. 